what's up, guys? Welcome back to Bobble Rings with me, Constantine, and I hope you guys are having a great day. Today's Tuesday, obviously, and I hope you guys are having a good day. If you guys are not, I'm sorry, and I hope that after hearing this or reading these Bible verses, your joy, your spirit will line up, and I just hope everything's fine, and I hope that after this episode, you feel a lot better, and that's my goal, not only to make you guys feel better, but also to learn about God, but mostly both of those things. Right. I don't, know, I don't know why I said that last part. So sorry. Um, today we are going to read Genesis chapter 11 and 12. So if you guys have your Bibles with you, take them out and let's begin reading. If you guys just want to stay here and listen. Amen. Um, as long as you guys are here, I'm happy because that means more and more people are getting connected to God. And if you guys can do me a favor and please share this episode with as many people as possible and share this podcast in general with as many people as possible. Because I want more and more people to learn God's way. This is the main reason why I'm doing this podcast. So please help me with that, guys. We're doing great with that. And I hope we just we can keep up the work. So, yeah. So moving on, we're going to read Genesis chapter 11 and possibly 12. So pro- most likely 12. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see how much time I have. So let's get started. Genesis chapter 11, The Failure of Man. And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar. And they dwelt there. And they said to one another, Go to, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone. And slime had they made for mortar. And they said, Go to, let us build us a city and a tower, whose top may reach unto heaven. And let us make us a name lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And the Lord God came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men built. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this they begin to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. Go to, let us go down, and they confound, and there confound their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to build the city. Therefore is the name of it called Babel, because the Lord did, did there confound their language of all the earth. And from thence did the Lord scatter them abroad the face, upon the face of all the earth. So those nine, those nine verses, guys, pretty much, a group of settlers, a group of uh, men, right, and women, but a group of of people settle in the eastern, uh, travel east, and they found and they find a plain of the land of called Shinar, and right there they say, hey, let's just, I mean, in this plain, since we're already here, let's just build this, let's build a city, uh, a city of brick primarily, and yeah, pretty much build a city of brick. But also build a tower that reaches the that reaches heaven. That the top of the tower may reach heaven, so that we can go visit God, our Creator. Obviously, when God saw that they were doing that, He was like, "No, no, no! You can't do that!" And God just comes down, literally forces one person to speak a completely different language. The same thing with the rest of the hundreds of people that are with them. So imagine that you're with a with doing a project with 
in your physics, in your science class, or in your math class, or in your English class. You guys are talking about a certain topic, and all of you are speaking English. And then, all of a sudden, God comes down and says, oh, you guys shouldn't be doing that because they kind of, in a way, violate, violates the way I want things to be run, right? Because God didn't want them, God had no problem with them building a tower. The only problem is that he didn't want them to reach that. He didn't want them to build a tower that goes to heaven. He wanted them to go through the process of going to heaven. He wanted them to praise him, to follow his command, to follow his joy and his love instead of just taking an easy, well, I don't, I, I don't know if it would be an easier way to build a huge tower, but he didn't want them to take a quote-unquote shortcut, right? He wanted them to spread his love, get closer to God, and to be with him instead of just building a tower. But moving back to, you know, a story, God comes down to your, to your English project. Instead of everyone speaking English, you're the only one speaking English. All of a sudden, your partner is speaking Mandarin, your other partner is speaking um, Swahili, and your other partner is speaking German or something. So it created a very chaotic situation for these people, and they just, I mean, because they, they couldn't understand one another. And I mean, I wouldn't doubt that if this, that the tower started collapsing, right, or the city started uh, turning turn to rub, uh, rubble or something. Rubble? Is that it? Wait. Rub. Did I say that right? Rubble? Rub. Well, it turned to dust, pretty much. I, let's just say that. <laughs> um, kind of blinked out there. So that pretty much happened right there. And those, and God says right here that those are the languages, the languages that he mixed, that he made them like that, which caused the confusion between them bec uh, because one, before it was only one language. And after God went down and said, nope, we're switching up the language, you know, switch it up. All the roots, the roots that we have in English, the roots that we have in German, in Greek, in Latin, God says in Genesis uh, chapter 11 in these nine verses, God says that the languages that we have in the future, which is today, are based primarily on the roots of right here. This is where the language started of all the languages. Like the roots go all the way to one section and this is that section. So that's just something very interesting about that story. And it's it, it's funny to me, right? It, it's just, it's funny and kind of, it's just comedic of God to say, hey, no, 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 you can't build this tower. Boom, just switches up the whole language of the world, right? Of every of every section of people. So that for me, that's interesting. Uh, moving back, verse 10. These are the generations of Shem. Shem was 100, 100 years old and beget Arfashad or Arfaxid, but I searched it up and it said Arfashad uh, two years after the flood. Sorry. And Shem lived after he begat Arfashad 500 years and begat sons and daughters. And Arfashad lived five, uh, five and 30 years or, uh, well, yeah, five and 30 years and begat Salah. And Arfashad lived after he begat Salah 403 years and begat sons and daughters. And Salah lived 30 years and begat Eber. 
And Salah lived after he begat Eber 403 years and begat sons and daughters. And Eber lived four and thirty and thirty years and begat uh, Peleg. And Eber lived after he begat Peleg 430 years and begat sons and daughters. And Peleg lived 30 years and begat Ru. And Peleg lived after he begat Ru 209 years and begat sons and daughters. And Ru lived two and thirty years and begat Sarug. And Ru lived after he begat Sarug 207 years and begat sons and daughters. And Sarug lived 30, uh, 30 years and begat Nahor. And Sarug lived after he begat Nahor 200 years and begat sons and daughters. And Nahor lived nine and twenty years and begat Terah. And Nahor lived after he begat Terah a hundred and nineteen years and begat sons and daughters. And Terah lived seventy years and begat Abraham and begat Abram, Nahor, and Aran. Now these are the generations of Terah. Terah begat Abram, Nahor, and Haran. And Haran begat Lot, or Lot. And Haran died before his father Terah in the land of his uh, nativity, uh, na- na- yeah, nativity in Ur in the Chaldees. And Abram and Nahor took them wives. The name of, Ab- of Abram's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife, Milka. And the daughter of Haran, the father of Milka, the father and the father of I, of Iska or Iska. But Sarai was barren, she had no child. And Terah took Abram his son, and Lot the son of Aran, well Lon, Lot is the son of Ab- of Abram's wife. Oh uh, no, Lot's the son of Haran. So I didn't say and Lot the son, like a lot, like another son, right? No. Um, and Lot, the son of Haran, his son's son, confusing, and Sarai, his daughter-in-law, his son's Abram's wife, and they <laughs> went forth with them from the Ur of Chaldees to go to the land of Canaan. And they came unto Haran and dwelt there. And the days of Terah were 205 years, and Terah died in Haran. So guys, that was a little bit confusing, I know. For me, it was confusing, especially a little about verse 29, verse uh, 31. And I did kind of stop in between. I kind of ruined kind of ruined the pace and probably made you guys confused. So I'm sorry about that. Pretty much what happened from verse 10 to 34 is the generations of Shen and Arfashad. That, that's kind of fun to say, Arfashad. Uh, but <laughs> moving back. These are uh, the generations of Shem, where, which I'm not going to say all over again, uh, were those generations. And that's those are pretty much going to be the generations that will spread, especially in the land of Canaan, which is the land of Israel. However, they don't know they don't know that yet because Abraham is yet to be chosen from God to discover the land of of, of what? Of Israel. Sorry. So pretty much. All those are, are is the family tree of Shem and Adafashad. And if you guys notice something, which I was going to say, that's why I kind of blanked out. The age of the, I don't know how, how you would say this, but the life expectancy, that's the word. The life expectancy goes down tremendously. If you guys see, 
And Arfashad, Arfashad lived 403 years and begat sons and daughters. And that's pretty much, hold on, hold on. Yeah, that's when he died. That's when he got, that's when he gave his sons and daughters. But uh, besides Shem, usually they would have a daughter or a son, mostly usually a son. And then after a couple hundred years, who, because I, I think the first son is like the chosen one, right? I, I don't know. I mean, he's not Harry Potter or anything, right? But he's the chosen one, right? Wait, is the chosen one from Harry Potter? Yeah, it's from Harry Potter. Okay, sorry. And then after a couple hundred years or a couple years, they begat other sons. Arfashad gives after 530 years. Uh, wait, no, not 530 years. After 403 years, he begets he begat sons and daughters. However, after that, in the most recent one, which I believe is sorry, sorry guys, sorry guys. Well, let's just say Terah. Terah lived 70 years and begat Abraham. And then Terah took the sons of Abraham. And Terah died 205 years. So from 530 years, 400, sorry, from 403 years to 205 years, that's a huge difference. That's a huge difference. And if you guys remember, Adam and Eve lived like 600 years, 500 years. Noah lived like 400 years or 500 years. So you guys will see that over time after the flood, as God said, God said, that life expectancy will go down because that's just how it is, right, from now on. And it is true. The life expectancy started going down and and by a lot. So that's just something that's very interesting. And just keep that in mind because at that time, 200 or 100 or, yeah, 205 years old when you die, for example, I guess that would be considered young. And today, consider young to die, I mean – Obviously, considered young, can be five years old or whatever. But to be considered old, back then was 250, right? 300 years old, I would say. Today, it's probably 75, 80 years old. That's when you're considered old. and Or even when you're retired in some cases. For some people, they think that once you're retired, you're old. So when you're around 70 or, 60, or late 60s, early 70s, that's when you're old. Life expectancy has changed tremendously and it shows right there so that's just something that's very interesting to me and i hope it's interesting to you i'm sorry that i can't really explain very well today just i don't know today's not my day so sorry about that but i hope you guys are enjoying this and i don't know if we have time for this um yeah um i think that you know what? I think we'll stop here. The reason for that is that chapter 12 and chapter 13 somewhat go hand in hand together. That's when Abram finds his wife, I believe. Yeah. So chapter 12 is when Abram finds his wife in a, in a town. And then chapter 13 is Abram again. And... Hold on. Is wait. 
No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah. So tomorrow, or maybe even today, I'll post chapter 12 and 13 of Abram, of Genesis, Genesis chapter 12 and 13. And sorry, guys, I know I told you that we would read 11 and possibly 12, most likely 12, but I just, I just want to make sure that I can explain it better instead of being all rushed. And also 12 and 13 correspond with each other and go hand in hand. So it's better to have 12 and 13 together and not, you know, split in half. All these chapters correspond with each other and all of them have a direct effect to one another. However, 12 and 13 are very close connected and it's pretty much, it, it's very important that you guys learn both sides together and not just one of them in one day and the other one the other day because you'll forget about it so i think it's very important that we learn that that's what that's what i did with the flood um and i I'll, i forgot what episode that was but that's what i did and so yeah so tomorrow or maybe today don't take my word for that but tomorrow um chapter 12 and 13 will be posted for genesis chapter 12 and 13 obviously and that's pretty much it for today. I'm sorry, guys, that I didn't explain very well today. Please forgive me. Today, it's just one of those days, right? So please forgive me. I hope, however, that you guys are having a beautiful day. I hope that after today, after this episode, you guys feel a lot better, feel a lot joyful. If you're not feeling joyful already, please do something fun. Please just please be okay, right? And it's very important that you're okay, not meant also not only physically, mentally, but also emotionally. So please be okay, guys. And okay, th- this is very depressing. Sorry about that. But I hope you guys have a beautiful day. I hope everyone's safe. I hope you guys can share this episode and share this podcast with as many people. Um, thank you guys for listening to this episode. I'm very grateful that I have supporters like you guys behind my back. And I'm, I'll always be grateful for y'all. So thank you guys very much for everything. I hope you guys have a beautiful day and I will record this episode probably tonight and I'll think of either posting it today or tomorrow, probably tomorrow. So thank you guys so much. God bless you all and have a great day. Amen.